Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. And I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jeff Duncan. He is amazing. I'm really fortunate to have the opportunity to sit down with him every Friday and talk about Pelicans and Saints and anything else sports on his mind. Because he is a man when it comes to sports in this region. I mean, incredible. Written four books about the Saints. And his most recent book on Peyton and Breeze is is be way beyond football. It's about leadership and management. And if you haven't read the book and uh, and you run a business or you're a manager or you want to be one, you should uh, you should get the book and read a, read it. It's it's a lot about th- th- uh, the, the 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 journey toward perfection and what that really looks like. Um, okay, so now let's shift gears. I am so thrilled to have my friend Dave Dennis. Dave has been on the show a few times, and uh, he owns Specialty Contractors and on the coast. We'll remind you what that is in here in just a second. He uh, served on the Federal Reserve uh, Bank here uh, out of New Orleans at one point. And he's uh, been involved in regional projects all across the coast of Mississippi. And I, as I mentioned to uh, to the audience, Dave, the last time we talked, I feel like you've got your kind of finger on the pulse of the business situation on the coast. So anyway, without any further ado, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. And, and interestingly, talking about Jeff Duncan, he spoke at Gulfport Gridiron Club back in October and November. I bought his book that you're referring to about Peyton and Breeze and gave it to my son, Patrick, and my son-in-law, Chris Spear. Uh, as Christmas presents, Jeff put little remarks in them, but it is about leadership. It's about how you develop the chemistry within a company or a team and um, m- many aspects more so than just winning and losing. It's uh, it's life and it's leadership in life, but a uh, good guy and a good book. Uh, uh, you you also, I believe yesterday, did you have Jordan Eco on, I believe, uh, from Past Christian? I did, yes. Uh, you got to give them credit for taking chances for uh, you know, risk reward sometimes can be your friend. Sometimes it can, it can, you know, bite you in the big toe. Well, they've taken chances and calculated chances. And, and it's, I think, um, I think it's showing some extraordinarily good fruit for them. And, uh, it was a good interview. I, I watched it and, um, good program as, yeah. as Jeff, obviously Jeff, uh, is, yeah. he's, he, he's just a good sell no matter how you do it. He, yeah. he's an audience drawer. Hey, if you think about think about uh, Jordan and Nico, he and his brother opened their first restaurant when Jordan was 21 and Field was 14. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on now. He's Jordan's only 32 what, 30, years 30, old. Early 30s, not 32. Yeah. 32 years old. Good for so them. If you missed that conversation, by the way, with uh, with with Jordan Nico from Nico Restaurant Group, owning restaurants and apartments and other developments all along the coast, go to the Super Talk. Gulf Coast Facebook page or to the Super Talk Mississippi uh, YouTube page or your favorite podcast and uh, take a look. That's a very inspiring conversation. I, I actually plan to have him back really soon to continue our conversation about success and what that really means and who he looks up to and all of that. But we're lucky. You know, I mentioned to him, Dave, we don't have it's like if we were to call a meeting of, uh, of, of developers with vision who are willing to invest millions of dollars in coastal Mississippi, we're not going to fill the Coliseum full. (laughs) There's a a select group of them. It's a tight gene pool. And we should really, really, really do everything in our power to make their, their journey, their investment journey as smooth as we possibly can. You see it every day, don't you? Well, I mean, that's, that's the business we work in. We're commercial and industrial subcontractor. So we will see many aspects of 
casino development, um, condos. We don't do residential, but but the commercial aspects, and we're working in four or five states right now. So, I mean, we're, we see it not just on the coast of Mississippi, but for somebody to take a chance, particularly at that age, but for anybody to take a chance and invest in what is always generally an uncertain market, even from uh, time on the Federal Reserve, which we covered four or five states out of the New Orleans office I chaired. But it's a it's a group that would look at you know wh- what are the what are the intrinsic abilities of each area to to thrive. And you found that people that will take a chance, as you're as you're talking about with Jordan and others, if they'll take that chance, Ricky, uh, that's what this that's what this country was made the backbone of the country was made of, of risk takers, of pioneers, literally taking a chance. Uh, we came here with, with not much of a business and, and you just, you get out and roll your sleeves up, get your fingers dirty and go to work. Sun Herald, same way with you, Newhouse, uh, Coast View. When you started, I think both your viewers have watched you the first day were, um, were amazed. And then, you know, with, you have a, a phenomenal audience at this point, but it takes work. No matter what you do, it takes work. It it does. In my case, it's just a passion for coastal Mississippi and the opportunity to bring people like you and Jordan and Jeff and others to the table to have conversations about you know what it takes to make a community like ours tick. Hey, Dave, when you think about the the the, the current business situation in coastal Mississippi for developers, you know what's what's it's beyond mood. I mean, how do you how do you see sort of the current financial situation as it relates to opportunities here in coastal Mississippi? Well, clearly, this is certainly not an in, inside commentary, but the, the Federal Reserve has announced that they're going to be rate increases uh, incrementally over the course of the year, perhaps even as much as a full percentage point by, by the end of December. Financing, even today, is still relatively inexpensive. When you look at the scheme of things, I know back in time um, when Jane and I built the, the office our business is in in 1981 and 82, I borrowed, I had one draw at 21%. Think about that. For folks that have never seen that, 21% and and I closed, no, I did, I, most of my financing was 17%. I closed at 14% and I was a happy camper. And then we refinanced it like 8% three or four years later. Well, currently rates are you know below four and you can easily get some threes if you're willing to put some money down. So the financing end of it, uh, you've got to have some serious skin in the game. The financial institutions are requiring significant collateral, and they're requiring, uh, obviously, personal guarantees and a lot of other things from developers. But the the environment, I think, is strong. I think the business that the community we're in, you know, we've always, you know, saying you know we're going to have a downturn and there's a little downturn in the stock market now, but that's not the precursor for your long range planning on development and and property type. Uh, aspects. You have to look at the demographic shifts. You have to look at where the trends are. And generally speaking, if you're willing to study those and make your investments based on where you think those trends are leading you, then then it's generally going to going to return. Uh, uh, we've done some real estate uh, activity, and uh, it's you know it's it's dirt, and they can't take dirt away from you unless you don't pay your bills or your taxes. But it's it's worth giving it a shot, and and I do applaud Jordan for what he's doing and his family. Uh, it's a it's a calculated risk, but by golly, tit up and go, and uh, particularly while you're young like they are. You know that conversation with Jordan Nico though was really not only inspiring, but it was a really good barometer on what the current situation is. A couple of examples he gave when he went over to look at properties in Pasigula. 
uh, I'll say maybe in the past year or so, there were a, a number of other properties. He, he made offers on, on several, I believe, and yeah. there were other properties that were available. And he mentioned uh, yesterday that none of those properties are available today. Uh, and he said the same thing about about Biloxi when he when he bought the Josette building, which are about to transform today. And you you know the old they they're about to open up a restaurant in the Vue Marche. Uh, but he said yeah. you know at the time there were other properties that were available, and not to, and as far as he knows, there's no other property available there now much. in the downtown area. So you know you got you got this mini explosion that's beginning to take place because during the pandemic people sort of got introduced to coastal mississippi we're a, a short drive for a lot of people to be able to enjoy a great coastal community and uh you know the future is really bright for us in spite of the inflation and all the most of this stuff's going to work its way out it's going to be difficult but but the the future's bright for us isn't it well i think very much so and, and no matter what arena you're in uh you have to just look at what the economic conditions are. Yes, we're having, I think, uh, exponential price increases, and there are a lot of reasons for that, that you can hang political comments on them, or you can just make it as market conditions. Reality is, whatever the source of the inflation is, you got to work with it and you got to deal with it. And businesses have to adjust. So property, uh, th there's really very, very little inventory of property around residentially or commercially. And I was uh, in Jackson last night uh, at dinner and visited with a realtor just in passing uh, at a at a reception. And the comment was, we got zero inventory. Well, my daughter, Kate Spear, and her husband have a real estate company, Coast Couple, but they are having trouble having inventory, so to speak, to sell. And consequently, selling prices are roughly Whatever you list the building for or the house for, chances are pretty good you're going to get that. Um, I know during the month of February, they had four that they were, I want to say, had contracts on within two to three days of listing on four separate properties uh, that you know they were selling for people. But that, So saying that, the real estate market is strong. Automobiles, uh, you better just take whatever you can find on the lot because you're not going, you know, you can order one. We've had three trucks ordered since March of last year, three uh, larger uh, in the F3 to 400 series that we, we can't get them. And that's nothing to do with local dealerships. It's just, it's demand. It's certainly chips from from Indonesia and China and other places. But there are a lot of factors, Ricky, that, that play into that. But business is strong. Uh, it's uh it's an intriguing market like most commercial work is metal studs instead of wood studs the exterior metal studs that we put on exterior buildings that are wind loaded and load bearing and so forth they are 300 percent more expensive today than they were september of 2020 18 months ago there's been a 300 percent increase just in that one item and take factor that into all building construction products so, so you want to build a house today it's probably 50 percent more than it was we're going, to, we're going to talk more about inflation after we come back from the break, but this is Dave Dennis, a Coast uh, community leader and owner of Specialty Contractors. We'll see you right after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. We have Dave Dennis uh, from Specialty Contractors, and we're just sent, you know, talking about the incredible opportunities here in coastal Mississippi. Um, I mean, property. I mean, my son's a real estate lawyer. You know, Jordan is a real estate lawyer, and we we've talked uh, gr- uh, at great length about the amount of activity that's happening here in coastal Mississippi. The price per square foot of of dirt and homes or whatever you're trying to buy. It's unbelievable. Some of the highest in the state right here in coastal Mississippi. And you mentioned about, you know, some of the, the, the metal stud work that you're doing is 300 times more expensive than it was a year ago, a year and a half, September of 2020. So 18 yeah. months ago, now that's a heavier gauge, but most building products, and this is a broad brush commentary, but most building products are probably double what they were a year and a half to two years ago. Now, that's yeah. not exclusively true, but by and large, that's pretty darn close. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's touching me in different ways. Uh, not certainly as a significant issue. We want to build, at, at my house here, we want to build a, um, a pool house. And it's got a design and ready to go. But, man, the cost of construction is so high right now, we decided to just kind of wait. It's not it's not a necessity. It's something that we just want to have for, for future family growth purposes. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, my place up in the Delta, as you know, I lease three separate farms up there. And when we get ready to start uh, getting ready for hunting season, the price of fertilizer is just off the charts. I can't imagine how, how farmers are dealing with that right now. And, and that, Ricky, that's not, that's not coming to the, the aspects of what's going on over in the Ukrainian uh, Russian theater area. Uh, Russia provides an awful lot of the natural resources and the uh, input components that go into fertilizer. So they do. Uh, they, you know, it, it may be home run derby on pricing on that one too. You, you, you're probably going to see uh, the, the prices of, of bread, of just your, your rank and file, uh, just crops, even if yeah. we in Mississippi, go up simply because of. Uh, the fertilizer and the other items that need to go. I talked to my farmer friend who, who uh, farms thousands of acres in the Mississippi Delta. And he says he's never seen the market so volatile. And they're they're trying to decide between corn and soybeans and cotton. And right now he's one third, one third, one third, but it could change overnight depending on what the situation is going to be. Hey Dave, we don't have much time left, but I want to mention this to you. currently probably the most significant political tool we've ever seen occur is the price of gas. Now let's take politics off the table for a second. Let's just look at, at policy. It was interesting to me that the Biden administration came into this role uh, so focused on this sort of, we're going to move away from petroleum products and toward, you know, uh, you know, all uh, try to fix the, the environment overnight. You know, so all those policies dealing with that, that they did so within the context of the pandemic when all these other issues were in the way. See, what I learned in business, you don't come in and add another variable right in the midst of all these other variables. So the politics of petroleum and this no, no, this move away from us being uh, uh, independent um, from an energy point of view and putting all the policies they put in place <clears throat> in the midst of in the midst of already very dynamic issues around inflation and the pandemic and all that. And then combined to that, what's happening in Ukraine and how that's destabilized the market, they are not going to be able to run from the reality that they've been pushing so hard to move us away from carbon dependency faster than we really need to be moving away from it, I might add. And I believe in a clean environment as much as anybody. They, I don't know how they overcome that. It, it's going to be difficult, and, and none of these comments are intended to be political. If they're, if they're perceived that way, they're absolutely not intended to be. 
But reality is we are we're years away from being able to depend on solar, depend on wind, depend on a lot of other things, and just simply the electrical charging uh, aspects of it. Uh, take, for example, a, a hurricane comes into Dade County, Florida, Miami, and Key West. How are you going to get all those folks when they have to stop, you know, periodically to charge up and have a three-hour charge? Or, or even though you get a quick charge, I realize all that, but there's going to be a waiting line to go to the to the charging station. I think fundamentally, long run, right answer. Immediately, we're not ready to walk away from dependency on fossil fuels, and particularly, I know we're trying to clean the environment, and every one of us wants that for our children and grandchildren. You're your competing countries, so to speak, the 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 Chinas, the Russias, the Indias, the others have to buy into it also. We cannot unilaterally take that on the shoulders of our taxpayers, so to speak, and in effect compromise our economy simply for that one aspect. Even though it's the right answer, it has to be in cooperation with other countries, which is going to be a hard sell, particularly in this environment, this geopolitical environment. It's going to be a very, very hard sell. But given that, long term, it's going to be evident what has to happen and the other countries go into it. Uh, there was one point in time in uh, the 2007-2010 comment uh, timeline, I recall former Governor Barber making a comment that the Chinese were putting as many as 50 fossil fuel uh, uh, power plants online. I'm, I'm sorry, five uh, fossil fuel plants online per week, 250 per year, and you can just see how that would ask. You know, it would just it would add to the entire concern that you have uh, in in the atmosphere and ozones. However, saying all that, fossil fuels at this point in time, I mean, that, that's what powers this country, and until there's a sustainable uh, I'm going to say alternative, uh, far be it for us from my personal opinion, not a political opinion, just my personal opinion, far be it for us to move away from what is working until we have a sustainable, verifiable product that can, can take its place. And, and I'm all for getting rid of, uh, uh, certainly the pollutions we're concerned with, but I just don't think it's time yet. Hey, listen, here's the bottom line. There's a lot of studies have been done on this and whether you're Republican or Democrat, most people believe that we, that, that climate change is real and that we need to work hard to, to clean up the environment. We need to do that for sure. And, and the main thing that comes out of most studies that are done is that how is it going to impact me? How, incrementally, how are these changes in, in U.S. policies going to impact me? Well, right now, they're, they're getting a vast education on that. They're understanding it in ways they never understood it before. Social media is going to play a role in that. Certainly, all, all media is going to play a role in that. Yeah. And, and they don't like what they see. They don't like what they see. Dave, we're out of time, buddy. I, I oh, wish man. we could do But here's what we're going to do. We're going to come back together again in two or three weeks and continue this conversation because I think people want to hear what the what the local perspective is on these really important uh, issues. So thanks for joining well, us. Well, we, we, we've, got, we've got to watch the inflation aspect, Ricky, that, and that includes gasoline and other petro uh, derivatives. It really does. This has been Dave Dennis. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Sounds good. See you. Thank you. Thank Follow you. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.